Are you a Christian woman entrepreneur looking to increase your income, your impact, and your faith? Are you ready to dream the impossible, knowing that with God, all things truly are possible? It's time to create divine millionaire momentum while keeping God as your CEO. Join me, Allie Porter, your Christian Connector Concierge. And me, Elise Smith, your Christian business strategist, as we unite our shows to bring you a dynamic and faith-infused experience. In this inspiring show, you'll gain access to powerful insights, biblical business strategies, and the real-life stories of Christian women entrepreneurs focused on 10xing their income, their impact, and their faith just like you. Discover how to unlock your full potential, kick that inner dream stealer to the curb, embrace a divine wealth mindset, and reach the goals that God has placed on your heart. Allie and I will guide you on a journey to not only reach your goals, but also strengthen your relationship with God as your ultimate CEO. With divine millionaire momentum, the sky is not the limit. It's just the beginning. Tune in, dream big, and partner with God to make the impossible possible. Your journey to divine success starts here. Welcome to the Divine Millionaire Momentum Show. We're super excited to have you guys today. And we're going to talk about sales <laughs> because what does that word mean to you? Sales can be a scary word, or it can mean lots of trepidation and fear and doubt. And we're going to help break through that today because sales is a good thing. And that's what we're going to focus on. So thanks so much for joining us here. Uh, so let's talk about our first question, um, which is really more of a statement. Have you ever said, but I'm not a salesperson? Allie, has that ever come out of your mouth before? Oh my gosh. How many, how much time do we have? No, I'm just saying. <laughs> Yes, I, I, it's taken me years to get to the point where I'm like, okay, yeah, I'm actually in sales and I'm actually okay with it. Not only okay with it, I actually love it. And, um, but it's taken me a long, long time to get to that point. Yeah, absolutely. And, yeah. you know, I mean, I know when I first got started with sales, it was like this scary thing, right? I mean, I've been an entrepreneur for most of my life, but man, just that concept of being a salesperson, you all mm -hmm. of a sudden start conjuring up, you know, the, the, used car salespeople or the people who have done you wrong in sales before. But but let's go into the reality about that statement. Like how true is that for you really? I'm not a salesperson. So Allie, give us some examples of helping people to see that they actually sell on a regular basis without even knowing it. Oh yeah. So um, when you are, you know, with your kids and you're trying to get them to do something or you're trying to, um, you know, persuade them to get dressed or brush their teeth or, you know, eat their, their sandwich for lunch or whatever it is, like you're selling to them. You're, you're helping them to see the value of what they need to do in order to be successful in their life. Right. Or let's say with your spouse, you know, there's something that you really want to get, uh, you know, at the store or something, and you will sell your idea of why you need to get that thing, you know, um, there, I mean, there are so many different examples, but th that's just some in, uh, you know, maybe your day-to-day -day life. Yeah, absolutely. So we can kind of let go of that whole, I'm not a salesperson because really what sales is, is connecting someone to something to be able to better help them. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, and so if you're trying to sell your hubby on watching a movie with you, 
There you go. <laughs> it's, yeah. It's not about us. Like we're not really going to get anywhere, regardless of what kind of sales we're talking about, if it's all focused on us. Uh, we talk about this in some other shows, but everybody's tuned into WIIFM radio, which is what's in it for me. And so if we want to get someone to do something, even for their own benefit, we have to turn it around and say, WIFT, W-I-I-F-T, what's in it for them, right? Mm-hmm. Exactly. Exactly. And I love that, that little acronym because it's so true. What is it? What, what's in it for them allows you to be able to speak to them better. Because if you're just speaking about like what you want, it doesn't have the same impact because they're like, well, that doesn't matter to me. So it's important to focus on what matters to them. And that's how you help them to see um, your side of things and, and your, the value that you're trying to bring. Yeah, absolutely. So we can kind of let go of that. I'm not a salesperson. If you find yourself saying that, just remind yourself that there's so many ways that you're selling on a regular basis and it's not sleazy or spammy or anything like that. If you sell your hubby on what movie to watch, don't feel like, oh no, I'm a terrible person because I just sold him on it. Right? Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> absolutely. So what's our next question? Um. So the next question is, Let's think of some positives of being a salesperson. So Elise, what are some positives that you would say from being a salesperson? Um, and I know you've been doing this for a long time as well. So over the years of you know being in sales and stuff, and I'll, I'll share mine as well, but what are some positives that you've seen from being in sales? Yeah, absolutely. I, I think that it really is that transformation or that something that someone can give because there's an equal exchange of energy, right? Mm-hmm. Like if we, when I first started coaching, I coached for free because I wanted practice and because I was so new and I had just gotten my CPC with the International Coaching Federation. And I was like, there's no way that people will want to actually pay me because I haven't been doing it long enough. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, which is totally a lie, by the way. <laughs> My coaching was probably just as good then as it is now um, because it's it's spirit led and I knew that I could help those people. But that's the whole point is that we can make a difference in people's lives, regardless if we're brand new to something or we've been doing it for a while. But there has to be that equal exchange of energy, because Mm -hmm. if I give away my coaching services, they're going to treat it as a free investment because there isn't an investment. I remember I learned this lesson, like the hard way and the good way all at the same time, because God's like that, right? Mm -hmm. Um, Where I was paying $25 um, myself, I was paying $25 for a coach. And I was like, you know, I'd, I'd show up regularly, but I really just wouldn't put much effort into it. Um, Mm -hmm. The homework assignments and things like that, that she gave me, it was like, okay, it's kind of optional when it's $25 a session. It's kind of optional. I jumped to paying $300 a session for a coach. And you better believe I put everything into it. And because of that, I was able to get a so much better return on my investment and just the results that I was looking for because I had a higher exchange of energy. If I'm paying more, that means that I'm expecting to get more. And regardless, and here's kind of the key here, is that regardless of what that person gives you, you perceive it to be a higher value. You put more into it and therefore you get more out of it. Because and that you put is more so- into it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, exactly. Because you put more into it. And so sales is an incredible thing. I mean, I, I remember um, talking to a friend one time and I, I was just like, oh, I don't I don't like sales. I, I feel icky when I do sales and all that. And she's like, well, you're thinking about the wrong salespeople. She said, what kind of lipstick do you wear? I was like, well, lip sense, because I love lip sense. I'll just mm-hmm. check it out. <laughs> and she's like, don't, aren't you glad that that person who sold you lip sense was the person, you know, that they actually reached out to you? I was like, yeah, actually. She's like, okay, well, what about your washer and dryer that you just got? When you walked into RC Willie, you know, did someone come up and help you find the correct washer and dryer for you? I was like, well, yeah. And she's like, they sold you and it was okay. It wasn't a sleazy, spammy thing because they were focused on helping you find what you want. Mm-hmm. And if we can do that, if we can focus on WIFT, sales is not a bad thing. Yeah. I love that. And I love how, uh, how you were saying that they were helping you get what you want. And that's really the whole point is if we, get pe- if we help people get what they want, then we get what we want. Right. And it's just this like cycle of uh, continually helping people to get what they want. And then we get what we want and then everybody, everybody's good. And if you come from a space of, of sales is service, and that's exactly what you're talking about, you know, is sales is service. And so if we're just like, Hey, we serve people, that's what we do. We serve people. Sometimes we have this weird uh, stigma or thing around a certain word and it triggers something in us. And so I would challenge you to, if that word has some kind of negative connotation to you or something, switch it out with, Hey, I'm in, I'm in the service industry. Like I serve people. Um, and, and really that's, that's what you're doing when you're, when you are selling them something or when you are sharing something with them that, you know, can value, uh, bring value into their lives you are serving them. You are selling them into the vision of what you have for them um, and, or, and, or the product or service or whatever it is. But um, that was really crucial for me. And I can't remember where, where I heard it, but when I heard that, I was like, oh yeah, that's all it is. It's just serving, you know? And so, um, and, and the, the intention, I guess, behind it. So when, when you're out there and you are selling or you're, you know, in the service industry, your intention is to help and to serve the sleazy salespeople, their intention is what's in it for me, not what's in it for them. And that's the difference. Mm-hmm. And we've all experienced that too. I mean, we were looking for a car one day and this was well before we had our son and uh, he wasn't listening to what we wanted. He was like, oh yeah, you can fit car seats in the back and you, you know, like treating me like I was a mom, which was very, very sensitive at that time. Cause as you know, it took me 14 years to bring my kid into the world. Mm-hmm. And so he wasn't listening to me. He was focusing on the things that mattered to him or the typical woman. Um, and it was all about him getting the sale and not helping us. So mm-hmm. we've had those experiences, but what do you choose to focus on, right? What we seek, we find, or what we focus on expands. And so if you're focused on all the people that are messaging, messaging you on messenger of, Hey, I know, I don't know you, Allie, but I think you'd really love my free Facebook group or my product or my service or whatever. (laughs) If we're focused on those people who literally are just doing it about themselves, then we're going to feel kind of icky about it, right? We don't want to become that person. And that's okay for us to acknowledge that. 
but you are not going to come at it that way. You are going to focus on the other person. In fact, you're going to say a little prayer in your heart every single time that you reach out to someone to know how best to serve them. Because mm -hmm. sales is a win-win for everyone. And God created it that way. In fact, there's a really powerful story that, I mean, scripture that when I heard it, I was like, mind blown. So think about this from a perspective of sales. It says 2 Corinthians 8:14 and it's that now at this time your abundance may be a supply for their want. So your abundance meaning your skills, your experience, your challenges that you've been through, education, everything, right? So your abundance may be a supply for their want. You're helping them to get what they want. That their abundance Maybe also maybe a supply for your want. They are paying you for your services and you both win because of it, that there may be equality. That mm. right there, that scripture, I love the fact that that's in the Bible, right? It just gets me so fired up because it is like literally a win-win scenario. Our abundance helps other people and their abundance gives us the opportunity to help them even more and us achieve our goals. Isn't that powerful? Oh. That is so powerful. I love that. Wow. Can you repeat that? Can you yeah. can you like repeat that scripture again? That yeah, is so absolutely. Powerful. So 2 Corinthians 8, 14, and it says that now at this time, your abundance may be a supply for their want, that their abundance also may be a supply for your want, that there may be equality. Mm, that is so powerful. Yeah. Straight from the word of God, y'all. Yeah, exactly. Seriously. And it's so cool when you can look at these scriptures and maybe you've read that scripture before and you, you didn't ever get that. But when we can put it in the frame of what we're going through, when mm -hmm. we can take scripture and put it in through the lens of the challenges that we're having or those those things that we're desiring in our life, the scriptures will be open to us. And, mm -hmm. and I, yeah, I just love that one. So mm -hmm. Absolutely. So the question I have for you then, Allie, is what do you feel like God is telling you about sales? Like we just kind of opened that up with that amazing scripture, but what are your thoughts on that? Um, so I would say God is really sharing with me that there are different, there's different parts of the sales, right? There's, um, you know, really getting to know someone, having that conversation and being very vulnerable and open and, and spending time with people. And then you, you share what it is that you do or the product or the service or whatever. And then from there, then they say yes or no, depending on, you know, their circumstance and what works for them and, and everything. So many times we focus on sales being at the end or, or the sales being the whole thing, but it actually starts way before the actual sale. And so what I've realized is God's telling me to continually improve my um, connector skills, my, my, um, being a professional friend maker skills, right. And that, and being patient through that process of allowing people time, allowing people the ability to get to know me. And, and it's not by time, I don't mean like months or anything. I'm just talking like, you know, a, a couple days, a couple weeks, something like that, but allowing that time to pass without pushing them into something just because, you know, you need the sale. And that's again, where the ickiness comes in is where you don't know them. You, we kind of talked about that earlier. Uh, you don't know them. You've never seen them before. And they're like, Hey, join my thing. Or do you want more product? Do you want, you know, that's where the sleaziness comes in. So being able to see the sales process, isn't just like, 
I'm going to share this and they're going to buy. It's, it's a whole nother dynamic. It's a dance. It's a, it's a way of being. And so being able to hone your skills on that and really listen to the spirit and, and be able to sit, like meet people where they're at in whatever space that is and allow, um, like I was saying the time to pass, but also allowing them to see the value in what you're, you're giving. And that is something that I had to come to terms with. And so when, because the quote unquote sales cycle or the, the time that it takes to get to know people and the process in which you do sales the right way, not the, like, I'm going to see how many sales I can get in one day. Like, that's not, that's not what we're here for. How can I serve them better? How can I become a better, you know, um, connector, uh, because of that, I need to have my pipeline full. I need to constantly be having conversations. I need to be in, I need to be in the trenches. I need to be, you know, in that space because everybody is going to take shorter or longer time. And so just being able to be um, better at keeping my pipeline full. And so that's kind of what God's been highlighting to me is we just need to do what we can do, which is to share what we have, to be a good friend, to, um, you know, really listen to what they're saying and fulfill their need. And then God handles the results, right? It's up to him and it's up to the person that you're sharing it with. If they're going to say yes or no, it's not up to you to convince them because if you convince them, you're always going to be convincing them. And, and that's not, you know, what you want to be doing. You want to truly be serving them. Not again, it's what Elise was saying. It's not about, um, uh, what's in it for me, but it's what's in it for them. And so just making sure that that is the primary focus. Mm-hmm. So powerful. Like, yeah. I, I love the fact that you talked about it even before the sales call, right? Because we literally, we are always selling people into our next step of our sales process. You sell people to even start talking to you on Messenger or Instagram or whatever it might be. You sell people on hopping a call with you or taking your freebie. And when, we, when we're focused on what's in it for them versus what's in it for us, we are leading with benefits, Right. So if I'm talking to Allie and, you know, we're brand new friends and we're connecting and, you know, we're staying within my realm of expertise in the conversation, but we're building small talk. Right. So it's easier for me to be able to lead her to a place where I can help her even better. Um, but if I'm asking her to hop on a call with me, I'm going to give her two reasons why. Always come up with two benefits for whatever you're asking that person to do. And you can even do this with your spouse or your kids or anything like that, because we buy with logic and then we justify with emotion. And so the logic part is, well, you're going to get these two benefits. So if I'm saying, come hop on a, a consult with me, I'm going to dive into your business and we're going to figure out at least one thing you can do right now to move it forward. And I'm going to show you some great resources that are going to help you to achieve your goals. It can be as simple as that. But if mm -hmm. we say, hop on a call with me and I'll tell you all about my products and services, that's about you. That's the WIFM, right? What's in it for me compared to what's in it for them. And one other thing I wanted to point out as you were talking about like building those connections, you can never feel, or I know you might feel like this, but it really isn't sleazy or spammy or anything like that if you can match a need that they have with what you offer. That's what it's all about. 
Most of the time we feel spammy or sleazy when we just assume that someone has a need and we assume that our product or service can make a difference for them. But if I'm talking to Allie and I'm a health coach and she says, man, I just cannot keep up with my kids because I just don't have the energy. And we find that in the conversation naturally. And I say, well, I have Maybe I have a, a supplement or something like that that can help her with that. So if I can articulate that and say, I know you just said that you're really struggling with your energy. If I was to you know, show you a way where you could get that energy back, would you be interested in hopping on a call with me? right? I'm easily connecting the need that they have with what I have to offer. And Allie is not going to think I'm spammy or sleazy or salesy because I literally was just listening to what she said and I'm offering something. If, if my husband has a headache, then I offer him ibuprofen, right? Mm -hmm. It's that simple. It doesn't have to be a big deal. So yes. Amen. Amen. (laughs) So good. So good. All right. And then the last question for you, Elise, and for myself, Um, what can it do for your business once you shift your mindset around sales? Like, what can that do for your business? What can that do for the person listening? What can that do for us as we shift our mindsets around sales? Yeah, if we're not afraid to sell and we look at it as the gift and the benefit that it is, and, and I would encourage you to right before you go on a sales call or even when you're prospecting, remind yourself of the benefit of you of your experiences, of everything that you're bringing to the table, of your products, of your services. If you can get into that mindset, instead of having the mindset of, oh, they can't afford my services, or this isn't a good time for them, or you know, maybe they're not the right fit. We have those thoughts going through our head on a sales call or even while we're prospecting. Let go of that because that's a lie from the enemy, right? I rebuke that <laughs> as a good friend of ours says. <laughs> um, but the other side is, man, I have so much to offer this person. I can be the answer to the prayer that they have been praying. I can make a difference in their lives and help them get to where they want to be. And you don't have to question that because you're partnered with God. And as you partner with God, he's going to help that person through you automatically, even if you're brand new to this, right? Um, And so bringing that energy to the sales call and to prospecting changes the whole dynamic of it because then you're more likely to focus on them. Then you don't come at it from a desperation or a scarcity mindset. Um, And it also reminds me that we have something we should share. It's always like that Twix commercial. My husband says this all the time. He's like, well, if you have two of something, you're supposed to share. (laughs) I love that. There's a scripture that goes with that. So um, Proverbs 1126 says, he that withholdeth corn. Now I want you to think of corn as your business, your product, your service, right? He that withholdeth your service, the people shall curse him, but blessing shall be upon the head of him that selleth it. Mm. It literally says selling is good. Your products and services are good. The Proverbs 31 woman says that as well, right? And so understand that you are not doing anyone a disservice. You are not being annoying if you can match their need with your product or service. And it's all about those connections like Ali was talking about and truly listening to them. That changes everything. It really does. It really does. And it makes it uh, more simple, really. It, it hopefully, and I'm really hoping that this episode has helped you to, to realize kind of some shifts that you need to make in your thinking around it, um, but also how you're feeling about it. Because 
um, it's, they're all kind of connected, you know? And so if you have those feelings around something, you're not going to want to do it. And so you won't do it. But if you can step into it and say, this is actually a blessing as I am stepping through this process of getting to know people and then listening to what they're needing and then fulfilling that need, that's a blessing to someone. And so if you can shift your mindset around that, if you can truly embrace that, number one, you'll be more happy. They'll be more happy. Everyone will win. And the last thing I want to say is I loved what you said, Elise, about just remember the value that you bring to someone's life. And, and I really struggled with this. I, I would give stuff away for free. I would give my time away for free. I would do all these things. And I finally had to realize that God gave me a gift, a talent, something that I can bring to someone else's life, um, even outside of the product or service I'm offering, but my own self, like my ability to help them feel loved and cherished and um, connected and all the things, right? And that is worth something. That is worth uh, the exchange of energy that Elise was talking about earlier. And so, um, so that so count that into what you're selling as well. It's not just about the specific product or service or program or coaching package or whatever. It's also about your own value as you being you that is added to that as well. Mm-hmm. I, like, I hope you guys are really feeling the energy that we're putting out here. Like it is embrace it right? And embrace the fact that you are a salesperson. You don't have to call yourself a salesperson or a rep or anything like that, but just understand that that is your role to invite people to experience something better, invite people to achieve their goals. And you can be that bridge in between. And we've seen countless examples in the Bible of how sales is a good thing. So lean into it. Now, I do want to add a caveat here. Sometimes you cannot say the right thing to the wrong person. You are going to tick people off regardless. I remember that when I first uh, started prospecting, and actually it was probably about the middle of me prospecting, right? I was pretty far into it. And I joined a Facebook group and I started to just have conversations with different people. This was a Christian women entrepreneur group. Um, And I literally said, hi, Julie, whatever her name was. Um, I'm excited to get to know you more. It sounds like we're both in the same group. Tell me more about your business. And she came back and she's like, how dare you call yourself a Christian? And how dare you approach people like this? If I wanted to be your friend, I would have friended you. And literally, that's all I said. I was like in tears. I couldn't believe that she would attack like my Christianity and like who I am as a person. And um, and, and she actually got me kicked out of the group. And <laughs> like, oh I've made so many other connections in that group and everybody, you know, really liked talking to me for what I can tell. But literally, I just sent a hi, I want to get to know you kind of message, which there's nothing wrong with that, by the way. <laughs> ah. um, and she just went berserk. And so just remember that as you're as you're connecting with people and it really is that numbers game, just keep connecting with people and you never know where God is going to call you to serve in their life. It can be through your products or services, or just like Ali said, like it can be just a friend 
um, or whatever they might need at that time. But there are those people who you're going to tick off regardless of what you do. So don't let that get to you um, because you have another person that you are called to serve and that you are meant to help in just the way that you can bring to the table. So embrace sales, let it go if they don't like the way that you approach them or anything like that, and really start believing in the fact that what you have to offer is priceless. And if you come at it like that, your sales will go up, your ability to help people will go up, the impact that you can make can go up, and you will feel God partnering with you in everything that you're doing as you're focusing on the other person. So, amen. To say today, amen. <laughs> My job. Awesome. <laughs> My job. Exactly. Well, we will see you guys next time on our next show. Thank you so much for joining us here today. Thank you for joining us on this inspiring journey of divine millionaire momentum. Don't miss out on connecting with other Christian ladypreneurs and building valuable relationships. Join our free virtual networking events every Thursday at m2networking.com. Ready to take your success to the next level? Be sure to book a call with us to explore the incredible resources, tools, and opportunities that we have to empower your journey at m2networking.com forward slash call. Remember, with God, all things are possible. Until next time, stay inspired, believe in Christ, and receive the wealth and prosperity that God has for you.